We are seeing students clash at universities across the country. Here at George Mason University, students of Palestinian descent held a rally today. They made it very clear that they did not want to speak with us, but they did allow us to listen to some of the speeches. They allowed us to listen to some of the speeches in a public space at George Mason University. George Mason is on a rotisserie in his grave right now. The jihadis are gathering in the United States, and a lot of them are uh, just American leftists. Some of them are even Jewish, because, you know, the brainwashing of the left. Well, happy Friday the 13th, and it's, what is it, Global Day of Jihad? Is that what it is, Global Day of Jihad? A Hamas leader calling for uh, Muslims all over the world to kill and murder and, you know, protest. What's the difference, after all? And uh, here in Washington, the police are on extra high alert, as they are in uh, cities and hamlets across this uh, great land of ours, uh, because Hamas, a radical Islamic jihadi terrorist group, uh, which enjoys the support of a great many Democrats in the United States of America, you know, they're the party of terrorism. you got to keep that in mind. They, they, uh, they gifted the world uh, America's oldest terrorist organization, the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan, you know, with their boy Nathan Bedford Forrest, big Democrat Party leader and founder of the KKK. And, and of course, they gave us, gosh, the list is long. Where do you go? The Symbionese Liberation Army, you know, radical left-wing uh, terrorist group, kidnapped Patty Hearst and all that stuff. And, and you got your students for a democratic society and, you know, cop killers and mad people and the weathermen, uh, which they decided was sexist, so they decided to go with the weather underground because... You know, underground would be good for them, I think. Be just the place. And, uh, you know, long uh, long list of terrorist groups. Now, now they've got Antifa, which they didn't found. It was founded in Germany in the 1930s. Uh, but the Democrats have taken up the torch, uh, if if you will, of uh, of Antifa. And, of course, Black Lives Matter. They, uh, they've uh, committed more violence and destruction than uh, the KKK, probably. Well, the KKK, the Democrats killed more people. Uh, with the KKK. Uh, but, uh, you know, the Democrat Party has uh, a long and proud history of terrorism, usually radical left-wing terrorism, but also racist terrorism, racial terrorism, because they are the Democrat Party. And with the uh, the big, you know, International uh, Day of Rage uh, uh, being called for by Hamas leader, uh, who's living in, uh, you know, beautiful, luxurious conditions in the United Arab Emirates, but pay no attention... Uh, harder to put the whack on them there, I guess, but maybe not. It's uh, We'll talk. Uh, but it is uh, Friday the 13th, and it's the International Day of uh, Madness from from uh, the Islamists. They're calling for the, uh, for the um, you know, mayhem around the world for the global jihad. And uh, I've got, I've got to hear, I can tell you what I'm doing about this. I, now, um, it's it's kind of a there, people are responding in all kinds of interesting ways. Police departments all over the country are on extra high alert, and the Democrats are against them because they're anti-police. They're pro-criminal. You can't be pro-police and pro-criminal. They had to choose one. It's a uh, time for choosing, and they chose, of course, the criminal. And uh, now you have uh, Israel being attacked by jihadis, and you know it's a time for choosing. The Democrats chose. Uh, they are on the side of the jihad, the uh, Democrat Party. And I opened with a uh, clip from 
Channel 4 News, the NBC local station in Washington, D.C., they went to George Mason University in Virginia, named for one of our our founding fathers, where the jihadis had uh, gathered. And uh, they were gracious enough to allow the press, the fourth estate, the news media, to watch from afar what they were saying, but they wouldn't talk to them. And uh, then uh, did they all uh, detonate their uh, suicide vests, or are they saving that for later? They didn't detonate their suicide vests. Um, But cities across the country, the police are on extra high alert from Portland, Oregon, and Los Angeles, and San Antonio, and Houston, and Chicago, and Cleveland, and New York, and Washington, D.C., and Miami, Florida, and, uh, and beyond. Police are on extra high alert because of the call out of the Middle East for the Global Day of Rage, the Global Day of Jihad. Now, my friend Brian texted me this morning, and he said, hey, what are you wearing for the International Day of Jihad? And I said, gee, I forgot to dress up for the International Day of Jihad. And he said, well, uh, I didn't really have any jihad wear, so I just put on a Harvard shirt. I just put on a Harvard. Because Harvard, they're pro-jihad there. They're, uh, you know, they had all those groups sign on to the jihad, and uh, now they hopefully uh, won't get jobs when they get out of college, and they'll all be in cardboard boxes trying to explain to their parents why they paid a million dollars to send them to Harvard, and then they ended up living in cardboard boxes. It's uh, sad uh, and funny at the same time. Now, here was my idea when, uh, when I woke up for a Friday the 13th, which is kind of a fun story, too, goes way back, and uh, has to do with treachery and deceit and murder and religion and, and uh, the Crusades and all kinds of fun stuff, the origins of Friday the 13th. And then, you know, we got the origins of radical Islam, and I think we know uh, what, uh, what that's about. Uh, but uh, here's my idea. My, my plan is I started texting people this morning to pull together the International Day of Jihad happy hour. It's Friday. It's Friday the 13th. It's the International Day of Jihad. And I think the, uh, the best way to, uh, you know, you can't let the terrorists win. Remember that? We can't let the terrorists win. We can't let the terrorists win, so we should all have a happy hour. We should all go out and have cocktails, uh, alcoholic beverages, which are prohibited, you know, under uh, Islam. Not everyone observes that, of course, uh, all Muslims, because, you know, I know lots and lots of Muslims that uh, have liquor cabinets at home, and I, you know, I spent time in Saudi Arabia. Uh, you know, don't tell me. But uh, never mind, never mind all that. Uh, also, when you fly out of Saudi airspace, it's fun. On the airlines, they, uh, they don't serve any alcohol until they're out of uh, Saudi Arabian airspace. And the moment they leave Saudi Arabian airspace, they announce uh, over the loudspeaker, and they have like a boom, boom. And that means it's time to start uh, cracking the vodka bottles because woohoo! And also, and, and the uh, beautiful women get up and they take over. They take off their oppressive clothing, and you see that they're wearing beautiful, like Berg, Bergdorf Goodman clothing underneath. And like, wow, look at this. And then the music comes up and they got, you know, people start smoking and they're, you know, finding dates. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a crazy uh, world, that, uh, that Arab world, that Islamic world. But I think the best way to defeat the terrorists is to, is to have a happy hour with, uh, with your friends this afternoon. I, uh, I'm still um, sending out uh, invitations and we'll see, we'll see what happens. The, the International Day of Jihad Happy Hour uh, at a uh, tavern near you. I think it's probably a good way to go. That's how you don't let the terrorists, you can't let the terrorists win, and this is a good way Good way to do that. So, um, I, but there are businesses, uh, I, I know there are businesses in Washington, D.C. that are hiring armed security today. 
that don't normally have armed security, that have armed security today, and businesses that are telling people, if you want to work from home today, go ahead and work from home today, because the jihadis, this is what terror is all about. It's the whole point of terrorism. See, ism, you know, it's like an ideology, and the ide- ideology is terror. So, um, you know, we got, uh, we got that going. We got lots and lots of uh, stuff. And on college campuses across America yesterday, the, um, who, who put this out? Um, uh, David Burge put this out on an X post. Uh, wacky college fads through the years. Wacky, always a fun word. Wacky college fads throughout the years. And he, and he notes in the 1930s, a college fad was swallowing goldfish, swallowing goldfish whole. Uh, and you can still do that if you'd like. In the 1950s, uh-oh, panty raids and piling into phone booths, piling into phone booths because, you know, that kind of phone booth was kind of new. In the 1970s, a college fad was streaking, streaking. You know, you know, they call him the streak, the fastest thing on two feet. There was a song and everything in the 1970s. And people would, uh, uh, mostly young people would take off all their clothes and run across football fields and things like that in front of crowds. And everybody would laugh and clap. And it was kind of funny. And um, now in the 2020s, we have Nuremberg style pro-Holocaust anti-Semitic pep rallies on college campuses because genocide is back. And when you combine radical Islam and the left, that is a potent combination. And the Democrat Party represents them both. Which is ironic in a number of ways, but uh, we're just going to have to deal with the irony. You know, they don't understand irony. A lot of that, uh, a lot of that stuff. So um, I've got lots of, uh, lots of news and updates for you on this Friday the 13th, International Day of Jihad, International Day of Rage. And uh, yesterday, college campuses across America with pro-jihad, anti-Western troglodytes or troglodytes in the making on college campuses where they're being brainwashed by fanatics and extremists who call themselves liberals. But uh, they're poisoning the minds of millions of Americans and they're growing an enemy uh, within our borders like a tumor. It's not a tumor. It is a tumor. It is, uh, it's the left, and the left is a cancerous tumor on humanity and has been forever. Uh, maybe the jihadis should target the left. What do you think? Nah. Now the left is on their side. Those are allies. You know how they do that, like LGBTQIA, and A is allies, see? And uh, now the uh, jihadis and the left, they're, uh, they're allies, and they're here in the United States. I, I honestly, I don't think any uh, big, uh, terrible things going to happen today in the United States. So there you see they, <clears throat> they didn't let the kids in school at Montgomery Blair High School this morning in Montgomery County, Maryland, because of a bomb threat. They had a bomb threat, but that's kind of a high school bomb threat thing where high school kids call in because they don't want to go to school and it's Friday and whatever. Maybe they're scared because it's jihad day, and uh, but they should catch the kid and Probably hang him from a crane in front of the school while everybody chants Allahu Akbar. What do you think? What do you think? Just, just a thought. All right, so we got, uh, we got the International Day of Jihad and uh, International Day of Rage. Uh, global. I think did they use the word global because they think globally. Kill locally. That's, uh, that's an old saying. The, uh, the Democrats. And uh, honestly, the Nuremberg-style pro-Holocaust uh, genocidal anti-Semitic rallies on college campuses across America. 
Not the same as streaking or uh, stuffing phone booths or swallowing live goldfish. Uh, Kind of different, I think. We also have other things going on, um, including Steve Scalise, Congressman Steve Scalise, dropping out of the race for a Speaker of the House, which happened uh, late yesterday afternoon. And uh, he is, uh, so he's out. And what happens now? The news media is, uh, you know, banging the drums for chaos and mayhem because uh, they're the news media and they're the left and uh, they're not swallowing goldfish anymore either. But they love the, uh, the, the anti-Semitic genocidal college campus rallies. And if you're a Democrat, what is the matter with you? There's my question of the day. What is the matter with you? Do you have a brain? Have you ever had a scan to confirm that claim? Because the Democrat Party is a menace to Western civilization because they're not liberals, they're the left. How many times do I have to say it? It is there. They are not liberals, they are the left. They're not on our side. They are the bad guys. And uh, they have been since uh, roughly 1917, really, uh, and before that as well, while they were still forming their death cult, uh, because that's who they are. Um, but we've got other stuff. We've got um, we've got the you know the Speaker of the House, and this is I I uh, you know honestly I I don't stay up at night thinking, gosh, they're not getting anything done in the House of Representatives. How can I sleep? knowing that there's no Speaker of the House except for the acting Speaker of the House, the pro tem Speaker of the House, really doesn't upset me too much. But um, I'm thinking Jim Jordan, and who knows, maybe a dark horse, which is not a racist reference for Democrats out there. Maybe a dark horse could emerge, but it looks like uh, probably uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, Chairman Jim Jordan, uh, next up at bat for Speaker of the House, And uh, look, Steve Scalise, good man, uh, was shot and nearly assassinated by a Democrat, Bernie Sanders volunteer in a suicide attack, one of many Democrat suicide attacks. I've been talking about this for a long time, and I don't think anybody else is. Another thing that the left and the Democrats have in common with the jihadis is that the Democrats are now um, suicide attackers. They are suicide attackers. Suicide attack against the police uh, on Capitol Hill, against the police in New York City, suicide attack, Democrat. Suicide attack against the police in uh, Dallas, Texas at a Black Lives Matter rally, mass murder of police. Suicide attack against the police in Baton Rouge. Suicide attack against members of Congress on a baseball field in Alexandria, Virginia. And of course, last year on Earth Day, an environmentally conscious Democrat self-immolated on the plaza in front of the Supreme Court because he's upset about people putting smoke in the air. Uh, And then he put smoke in the air. But never mind that. Too late to explain that to him now. We are at 888-630-9625. What are you doing for the International Day of Jihad on Friday the 13th? Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. And as uh, as my pal Seton Motley is noting, I don't recall MAGA Republicans ever having uh, a day of jihad or joining in on campus rallies for jihad and anti-Semitic, anti-Israel rallies on college campuses being orchestrated by the Democrat Democratic Socialists of America and the rallies in Times Square and in front of the White House pro-Jihad. The jihadis live among us, and their allies are the Democrat Party and the left, who have a lot of experience with violence, political violence, and mayhem and murder and, and all of uh, all that stuff. But, you know, I, I do recall the director of the FBI, Christopher Wray, who's a terrible person and a corrupt person. I recall him saying that uh, the greatest threat to America is white supremacists. When's the last time you saw a white supremacist anything, anywhere? Anybody? There have been, how many people now? 215 people murdered in the District of Columbia alone, 61 square miles so far this year. Not a single MAGA Republican am- among the murderers, not, not one. That means they're all Democrats. Every single murderer is a Democrat. I know this because... If they had one MAGA hat wearing Trump voting Republican, it'd be big news, national news for months on end. But when it's just, you know, black guy kills black guy, the news media couldn't care less. You know why? Because they're Democrats and they're the party of the Klan and Jim Crow and the 400 out of every 1,000 black pregnancies aborted. You know, they uh, it's not like they care. They just, uh, you know, expect your votes uh, and that's your Democrat party. But not a... Not a single mega Republican, not a single uh, white supremacist, white supremacist. And uh, what else? Oh, and the right wing, uh, the MAGA, you know, the MAGA people, big threat to America because some people years ago walked through the Capitol when the doors were being held open by the U.S. Capitol Police. Oh, by the way, they put up a fence around the Capitol yesterday, lickety split, just like that. They put up a, a fence around the Capitol because, I don't know, they think maybe White supremacists are going to storm the Capitol on International Jihad Day uh, or something. But the whole country is on edge, which means happy hour. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. All right, now, uh, the global jihad is, uh, they're on a bit of a tear right now, murdering Israelis and trying to wipe the Jews off the map, as we've been aware for quite some time as their stated goal. And and now the left is uh, very much 
in cahoots with uh, the jihad. And of course, when I say the left, that includes college campuses, college professors, college administrators. And uh, they're lefties. They think they're liberals. But uh, at Harvard in particular, they're, they're too unintelligent. They're too ignorant to realize what they really are. But uh, fortunately, I'm here to help at the George Mason University in uh, Virginia, not too far from Washington, D.C., they had a pro-jihad rally yesterday with a bunch of vile, repugnant uh, little swine that, uh, if they're not U.S. citizens, should be deported immediately. But the FBI is too busy going after Trump voters and Catholics that uh, go to church on Sunday. God forbid they'd be daily uh, congregants, but uh, never mind that. And there's more and more of that happening these days because a lot of people returning to uh, the church and religion because, you know, the godless atheists left is here to destroy the world and people, you know, we can feel it in our bones. And of course, war in the Middle East and war in Europe and Joe Biden's our foreign policy president, remember that? But uh, Channel 4, NBC, uh, local station in D.C., WRC, they, uh, they actually went to George Mason University to try to cover this story yesterday. And uh, the mob of uh, vile miscreants was out there with their stuff. Long live Palestine! Long live Palestine! Voices raised, diversity in thoughts and beliefs, ringing loudly in the heart of college campuses. From the river to the sea! From the river to the sea! On Thursday, George Mason University students draped with Palestinian flags shared their thoughts and experience. As university students, it is crucial to have a genuine understanding of the true nature of decolonization. Signs paired with red, green, and black buttons could be seen through the crowds. The rally put together by the group Students for Justice in Palestine at the university is a part of the organization's national call to action. Tear down Israel's border wall. Israel's border wall is, they must be talking about the border wall that Egypt erected to keep the Palestinians from entering the Sinai to escape their own hell, the hell that they created on this beautiful um, Mediterranean seafront location. Um, This was going on across the country at the University of Washington. Um, Honestly, amazing stuff. Uh, Jewish students speaking up because, you know. They want our people dead. They want us killed. Yeah, and, um, you know, this is going on in the United States of America, and it's going on in the United States of America because of the Democratic Party. And, um, you know, they are not on our side. They're just not on our side. I um, Let's go to soundbite number 15. This is from the Fox News Channel Network. Lawrence Jones went to uh, speak to students at, uh, this was... At Hunter College, that's where it was, at Hunter College in New York. That's the um, the college that employed that lunatic that held the machete to the neck of the New York Post reporter and overturned the table. Remember that? That's uh, their uh, 
There are a lot of mentally ill people. We call them Democrats. And uh, here is Lawrence Jones at Hunter College in New York, where they're having their pro-terrorism, pro-jihad, anti-Semite rally. And so-called liberals, I almost said liberals, so-called liberals uh, are are not only okay with this, they're participating, and let me uh, say more, they're the driving force, one of the driving forces behind this anti-Semitism. There is no Palestine. Why are you here today? Uh, Free Palestine. I stand with the Palestinian people unequivocally. I support decolonization and liberation of Palestinian people and the end of a mass genocide in the Gaza Strip. You're talking about the genocide of the kids being beheaded? That's false. That is actually false. When you see the kids that have been beheaded and the women that are raped, how do you feel about that? Ugh. I don't know where to start from that. Israel is notorious for creating propaganda that sides their one-sided massacre against Palestinians. That was already proven um, that didn't really happen. There was happen. not verified. Women did not get raped. No. I have I've not seen any proof of that. If it did happen, it I haven't seen it. Like they get attacked for no reason. The children got attacked for no reason? The kids that were beheaded? Beheaded? Yeah, apparently. Like, that's what they were Jewish kids. Wait, Jewish kids? Wait, Jewish kids? Military money that goes there, $4 billion a year, should stop going to Israel to support their war crimes. Right. This uh, This is the United States of America. This is what the Democratic Party is doing. These college professors and administrators are the useful idiots of the jihad, Some of them are doing it wittingly. Some of them are doing it unwittingly. But the Democrat and the FBI is not. Is the FBI uh, looking into these organizations, these pro-Hamas, genocidal racist organizations that are on campuses all across America? Or are they still looking for uh, Trump voters and people that uh, walked through the Capitol years ago on January 6th? like the um, FBI, honestly. Uh, Are we deporting these barbaric little bastards, or uh, what are we we doing? Are we giving them uh, master's degrees, I guess, is what we're doing, and then we'll give them uh, jobs. So that's that's your Democrat Party. And there's more I've got coming up for you as well from the college campuses. Um... And make no mistake who this is. This is the Democrats and the jihadis from the Middle East and the Democrats. Now, I'm going to get back to, to that and, um, and uh, the Global Jihad Day happy hour uh, a little later on, too. Right now, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to, hey, look at that. Let's go to Stephen who we uh, spoke to a while back, uh, calling from Jerusalem, which is the capital, thank you very much, of Israel. Stephen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Very well, very well. How are you doing, more importantly? Um, I'm good. You know, I was in Jerusalem most of the week. I just got here to my son's place just outside of Jericho, called Mitzvah Yericho, Mitzvah Jericho. Overlooks Jericho. Things are pretty quiet over here. I was just listening to to you and the college thing, and 
you know, first of all, things are very tense here. Um, it's very quiet. Everybody's got their ears glued to the news. The, uh, the Sabbath is getting ready to set in. It's going to be a week. And, um, you know, for the Orthodox that don't use electronics on the Sabbath, they've been instructed to keep their phones on and monitor the alerts. There's an app, and I keep it on for all territories. So their alerts go all the time to when, when the sirens are. It's most of them you know, are in the south. They're in the north now. Um, so you can tell when there's a lull in rocket fire, and um, it, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's interesting. The, the Israeli news have reported that Hamas in, the, in, in Gaza is in chaos, understandably. They've, they've also ordered an evacuation of another complete area of, uh, of Gaza within the next 24 hours. I don't know if it's come across your news desk. Um, you know, the United Nations are freaking out. It's, it's impossible, but everybody's got to go because, you know, they're operating in the tunnels underneath the buildings, and it's got to go. You know, they built their infrastructure underneath apartment buildings and the Israeli position and, and their, their mission is this, the dismantle of Hamas. Um, more broadly, you know, and what I think, and here's what I think, you know, it, it, the bottom line is Iran going to save Hamas. You know, the skirmishes in the north are, are, are skirmishes. Um, I, you know, they just evacuated Matula, well, they didn't evacuate it, but they cleared it a military zone. It's a very, very tiny town on the tip-tip of, of Israel. I remember when I was up there once, and I traveled up there just to go through the good fence. I actually got kicked out of there by the military several years ago. But anyway, so, you know, is, is Iran going to save Hamas? And, you know, that's that's the big question. Uh, frankly, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, yeah. You know, you have, to, you have to imagine one other thing is that, you know, Iran is Shiite and Hamas is Sunni, so... The only reason why they like each other is because they hate us. That's right. You know, my enemy, enemy is my best friend. That's right. Um, They've got that in common know, anyway. Now, you, you're you okay. Your family is okay. Everybody's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's again, it's a little intense how this escalation is. Is Hezbollah going to start this? And does and if Hezbollah starts this, then what's going to happen? What happened in Gaza is going to start to happen to the infrastructure in Beirut, in Beirut like it did last time. Right. You know, um, you mean Israel know. will if if uh, Hezbollah starts attacking out of Lebanon in the north, then uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, a great and uh, strong leader, uh, thank God, in charge in Israel right now, will go right for Beirut. They'll, they'll go for whatever it's necessary to, yeah. to either stop them by getting the message across um, yeah. that it's not worth it. I, I, yeah. I think, you know, everybody knows that 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 this is not how they had it planned out. They were supposed to capture the city and expand the territory of Gaza and uh, and then maybe do that up north. Well, I don't know, but that's games off. That didn't work. You know, they, uh, there has been a lot of information. Well, first of all, I want to mention that in Jerusalem uh, yesterday, there were two police officers shot uh, very close to the old city and uh, uh, apparently one uh, Palestinian killed in the shootout uh, and that's in the heart of Jerusalem, of course, and, and the old city, the historic old city, and, uh, and all of that. And this is, I know that this is, uh, uh, to some degree or another, uh, the, the normal state of things in Israel and 
and in Jerusalem because of the ongoing jihad and the fanaticism and the bloodlust and uh, and all of that. But we are Hamas is telling us that now 13 hostages that they kidnapped and were holding have been killed uh, in Israeli airstrikes in the Gaza, like it's Israel's fault for uh, hostages being killed after they kidnap people and use them as human shields. And, and of course, you can't believe a damn word that any of them say. Uh, and that's a right. very, very important um, you know, thing to understand before you even begin any other conversation. We also learned that, uh, Stephen, that uh, Hamas people captured um, on their uh, jihadi rampage uh, have been found to be in possession of a 14-page manual um, and I'm sure you've probably seen this too, which is labeled top secret Arab document, which is completely crazy. And a 14-page document which instructs them to go for schools, including kindergartens, um, because they're a, you know, a bloodthirsty gang of medieval ghouls. And uh, calling them medieval might be too generous. Uh, yesterday, I stopped calling them animals because animals only kill with purpose and to survive and stay alive. Uh, and uh, these individuals, I'm hesitant to call them people now, um, they, uh, you know, this is the war against civilization, and you're right in the middle of it, and I know you're aware of this, Stephen. And I think it's important for people here to understand that the Democrat Party and the left are part and parcel of this. Now, uh, Stephen, where, where did you grow up and what kind of a, what kind of a political background do you or did you come from? So, uh, you know, I'm a Republican, and I grew up in Montgomery County and exactly where there is some stuff going on at Blair High School, I think you mentioned it yep. before. Yep. Um, that's right in my backyard. And, you know, that's, that, this is the product of brainwashing and just the rewriting history. And I, I would like to sit down and talk to, intelligently with somebody who wouldn't, you know, try and threaten to bash my face in, a college kid. And ask, okay, well, what do you think we should do? I tell you what, how about, I got an idea. Tell me if you think what's right. We, you know, let's go back a few years where before all this stuff happened. We said, okay, what? You want a Palestinian state? So let's take what? Let's let's take some territory and where you are now and set up a self-government. And you know, you guys, you know, give me ninety percent of, of of the West Bank, so to speak. And you know, you start with your you govern yourself. And after five, ten years, whatever, if you if you govern yourself and you know you, you you turn it, you know you turn trade or whatever, and you renounce terrorism and you renounce the destruction, then we're going to talk about you know statehood and possibly a share of, of of Jerusalem. How does that sound? Now, an intelligent college kid that was born yesterday or was swimming around you know a tadpole thirty years ago, how would it sound? What would their response be? And my response to that is, well, that sounds good. That sounds a pretty good idea. You know, everybody have freedom of movement. They have their own thing. We'll set it up. We'll put the road to get a Palestinian state. Sounds good, right? Well, you know, Mr. College Kid, you, we did this 30 years ago. Right. And this is what happened. That's right. This is what we did it. Go, go and go to them. Go, to, go look at the, go, go subscribe to the archives of whatever newspaper and read it. Yeah. Read all about it. Well, but uh, as you know, Stephen, what they're being taught um, in college and what the Democrat Party teaches in the broader culture with their information dominance is, is honestly um, uh, evil. It's evil. It is genocidal anti-Semitism. The Democrat Party teaches this. And yet, Jewish Americans vote for Democrats. 
Black Americans vote for Democrats. A lot of ignorant voters out there. That's for sure. This is what you can do with um, when you own the education system and and uh, you have secured information dominance like an invading army. Israel and Jewish people everywhere are in great danger, great jeopardy. And the Democrat Party is a big part of the problem. Ah, yes. And one of two brothers in Chicago convicted in the murder of a, an off-duty policewoman guy with a giant uh, spider tattoo on his neck has been sentenced in the murder to seven years, seven years in prison for being one of two brothers that murdered a policewoman. Uh, it was a big story for a little while, but the news media doesn't care. And um, now, if I'm not mistaken, Enrique Tario got 22 years for January 6th, and he was in a hotel room in Baltimore that day, 22 years. And here is a tattoo of spider on his neck, cop killer guy who got seven years, a seven-year sentence for... Now, his brother actually shot the police officer, but he's the other guy involved in the murder. And uh, he got seven years, sentenced to seven years. Enrique Tario didn't shoot anybody, wasn't even there, quite literally, and got 22 years. That's our two-tiered system of justice. And... uh, that's something that has a lot of Americans that are paying attention bothered and concerned. Gotta say. Uh, 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 uh. All right, well, we've got a, we've got a lot uh, a lot of stuff to, uh, to get to today. You're going to want to stay right here. We have but two hours left in our week of uh, outstanding and award-winning radio broadcast. We've got the Speaker of the House update. Uh, and who knows what will happen even while we're on the air. We have an update on the Biden crime family because, you know, they're involved in all kinds of, uh, and they lie to us a lot, and Joe Biden lies to us, and the media is okay with it because we don't have a legitimate media. Um, Also, a Democrat shot two police officers at the airport in Philadelphia, uh, killing one and wounding the other. Uh, The police are looking for more Democrats on the loose, uh, and a Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney, he got an award. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.